You are listening to Press Church Podcasts. Please enjoy this week's message. The beat goes on. The beat goes on. There's a metal band. You may or may not have ever heard of them. I'm a little bit more of a metal head than I lead on to. I enjoy the screamo from time to time. There was a day in time many, many moons ago where I used to frequent a lot of concerts. Then I got older, I got married, and I had kids. I did, dra- I did drag Maddie to a screamo concert one time in our marriage when we got to Dallas. Um, and I think she said never again. I think that's in the prenup to uh, not ever <laughs> go back. There's a metal band by the name of The Ghost Inside. Sounds real metal. And back in November 2015, they got into a car accident driving in Texas. They had a big bus. Bus driver was driving them. They were going from one gig to another gig. And for whatever happened, whether the bus driver fell asleep or whatever, he ran head-on into an 18-wheeler. Killed both drivers, the bus driver and the 18-wheeler driver. There were 10 people in the bus that were a part of this band in 2015. And they were all injured, some severely injured. Their drummer lost one of his legs, lost his right leg. Broken legs, broken bodies. The drummer was in a coma for 10 days, had to remove one of his legs. They were bad off. And this story in 2015 spread throughout the metal community as everyone sent their thoughts and prayers to this group. In the middle of 2020, early 2020, end of 2019, the band started kind of getting back together and saying, can we do this again? Can we, can we start over? Can we play? We're injured, we're broken, we're recovering. Our drummer's now missing one of his legs. How does that work? And they put out a song in 2020. And I've listened to the song on and off since 2020. And over the week while I was working and having music playing while I was on the computer, I listened to this song again. And one of the words of this song that you can understand, says, and the beat goes on. That they haven't played in five years. And this music video, when they put it out in 2020, shows them and they're singing on the road where they got in the accident. And toward the end of the song, it shows them playing their instruments and it shows them recovering and walking in the hospital. As each guitar player and bass player, the drummer is walking on crutches with a new prosthetic leg. The guitar player has a cast on his foot. And the lead singer is pushing some crutches. And they're showing a side-by-side picture of them now singing. And he makes the statement and the beat goes on. And I got reminded of the scripture that we're going to talk about today. That they got in this crash and their music career seemingly ended in 2015. But the beat goes on. The music kept happening. The music kept playing in the atmosphere. And in 2020, 
all of a sudden they found the beat again. In the middle of their brokenness, in the middle of their frustration, in the middle of this disaster and giving up their instruments and the bands for five years, they found the beat again and came out with a song, started building again. And it got me thinking as I was listening to this song and this one line and the beat goes on and the beat goes on got me thinking about the Word of God and how the Word of God has gone on throughout humanity. It's gone and affected people, whether they knew it or not, was even there. But the Word goes on. And it's withstand, withstood, and stood against the test of time. A scripture in Isaiah chapter 40 verse 8 says, The grass withers and the flower fades, but the word of our God stands forever. The word of our God stands forever. That how many governments have tried to silence and destroy how many people have tried to make the Word of God disappear, make the Word of God of no effect? How many people throughout history and time, civilizations, but the Word, it says that it stands forever. The Word of God is not sitting. The Word of God is not hiding. The Word of God is not trying to decide, is now a good time to come out? Should I show up now to this person of this generation? No, no, no. The Word of God stands forever, which also means that it withstands any attack or anything that comes against it forever. The beat goes on. The Word of God goes on forever. And today, hopefully, I can encourage you and challenge you, whether you've had a train wreck of a life and you've let go of the Word of God, that today in 2021 is the time to pick it back up, to reach back out to the Word of God and start over and listen to what He has to say. The scripture that I want to highlight today is Psalms chapter 40, verse 3. Psalms chapter 40, verse 3, the writer is King David, and it says, He, capital H, meaning God, He has put a new song in my mouth. And what is that song? Praise to our God. And what does that song do? Many will see it. Many will see it and fear it. And many will see it, fear it, and trust in the Lord. He's put a new song in my mouth. He's put a new song in your mouth is my prayer today. So the question that I asked when I read this scripture is, well, what are you singing? What am I singing? If God is putting a new song in my mouth, then that means I've been singing an old song, and more than likely that old song isn't the song that he wants me to be singing, so what am I singing in my life? He's putting a new song in your mouth, and that means he wants to replace whatever you are currently saying and singing over your life. Proverbs chapter 13, verse 3, Proverbs chapter 13, verse 3 says, he who guards his mouth, preserves or saves his life. You would think the writer, 
King Solomon, the wisest man in the world, he would say, he who guards his money, you got to put all your money in a safe, all your gold in a safe, that's going to save your life. He who preserves or guards his weapons, I've got to go buy more guns and, and more bullets and more ammo and maybe a flamethrower and a couple axes and I just bought a crossbow. That's going to preserve our life. He who guards his medicine or his vitamins or his food, that's going to preserve his life. But that's not what the smartest man, the wisest man of all time, that's not what he said. He who guards his mouth preserves his life. And the second part says, but he who opens wide his lips shall have destruction. Uh-oh. We all know that person in our circle of influence, that friend, that family member, that just won't shut up. You said enough. Okay, you're going to keep talking. And all of a sudden, the destruction, the destruction is there. Hopefully that's not you. But we learned today, what are you singing over your life? And it starts with guarding your mouth. And by guarding your mouth, you're going to preserve or save your life. But if you don't, if you're just going to sing any song, if you're just going to listen to any beat that's happening in your life, and you're just going to say and do whatever, the only answer, the only solution to that is destruction. If you're looking around and you're seeing destruction in your life and you're wondering, why does it always happen to me? What's always going on? Why is this always affecting my family? Then my question is, what are you singing? What are you saying? And if you want to get destruction out of your life, then guard your mouth. Change your tune. Change your song. James chapter 3 verse 2. For we all stumble in many things. Thank you, James, for calling that out. Thank you. I appreciate it. For we all stumble in many things. But I'm glad to know that that scripture says we all stumble. Because sometimes it just feels like I'm, I stumble. Everybody else has got it together. And here I am tripping over my words again. Tripping over my failures, my struggles, my addictions. Here I go tripping over them again. But it says here... We all struggle. We all stumble in many things. That we're all in this together. We all need a Savior. We all need a new song placed inside of us because we can't do it on our own. We all stumble in many things. But if anyone does not stumble in word, he slash she is a perfect man slash woman, able also to bridle the whole body anyone does not stumble in word. Sticks and stones may break my bones, but words, oh, they cause you to stumble. That word perfect there means complete. That word perfect there means to be complete in labor, to be complete in growth, to be complete in mental, and more in character. That if you need work, 
in your mental space, if you need more character, if you need to have integrity, you've got to take time and evaluate what are you singing, what are you saying, what's coming out of your mouth, are you guarding it, I shouldn't say that, but man, it's the perfect one-liner, it's the perfect zinger, it can get them and it can get them good, no, 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 I've got to guard my mouth. But I've also got to guard my mouth and what I say about myself. How many times are we doing something in life and then all of a sudden, dang it, Jeremiah, you're an idiot. How could, you're so stupid. How, how could you forget that? How could you see that? How could you not see that? I can't believe you did that again. I can't believe you said that to your wife. I can't believe you disappointed your wife again. I can't believe you said this to your kids. How could you do that? No, no, no. We've got to guard not just what we're saying to others, but what we're saying about ourselves. Well, I guess I'm just a sinner. I just can't break this habit. I just can't get over it. No, no, no. No, no, no. God put a new song in my mouth, which means I've got to change my tune, which means I've got to listen to the beat. I've got to listen to the word of God that goes before me, goes behind me that other people have reached out and tapped into and listened, I've got to hear what he has to say about me. When I was high school, college, I went to my first non-Christian rock concert. Coheed and Cambria was the headliners, but Avenged Sevenfold was the new band. They had just shown up on the scene and we saw, we got there in time, it was me and two other guys, two brothers, and we got to this concert, and it was in Houston, Texas, and I'm already nervous, it's my first non-Christian concert, I don't know if my parents even know that I was going, I was like, no, we're going to see Hillsong, yay, um, and so we go to this concert, we watch the first band, that we went to go see Coheed, and so the band, the first band ended, and me and my friends were like, let's try and make our way to the front of the stage so we can see them. So we start making our way, and we're about halfway as we're maneuvering through people. And we get kind of stuck, and we're probably 10, 15 rows of people from the front part of it. And they said, well, whenever the music starts, we'll just, we'll just run to the front and squeeze through. And we said, okay. So we were just standing there. And behind us, we heard these group of guys having this conversation. We heard them talking. And they start saying, as soon as the music starts, this is them for verbatim, as soon as the music starts, we're cracking skulls. And I can feel them pushing up against my back and against my two buddies' back. And that's what they're saying. Oh, we are going to tear this place up. We are going. And so me and my friends start having our own conversation. Because I start hearing this song that's being sung and I start singing my own song and I start spitting out fear and wonder of what's about to happen and so you know when you hear something going on behind you we have all done that the little fake stretch oh we're gonna yawn and see who's talking who's the crazy person and so I do the little yawn thing and I turn and I look up at four or five of the largest Men, how did y'all even get in here? There's no way they allow y'all in here. And they're looking down on me. 
Do y'all remember uh, in Lion King, the hyenas, when they were licking their lips, when they saw the little lion cubs? That's how I felt in this scenario. And I thought, oh no, Lord, I'm going to die here, possibly go to hell. This is, this is, I am not in the right place or the right time. And me and my friends, because we heard these people singing this song, we started singing our own song of we've got to get out of here. We've got to run away. We've got to figure out a way to get away from these guys. And so our friends said, as soon as the music starts, I looked at my two friends because this was our decision. Basically, every man for himself, as soon as the music starts, we're just going to run in any direction that we can because we know that the guy that's bumping me and the music hasn't even started yet is going to be swinging. And so the music started. And the room erupted. And I pushed forward, and my friends went this way and that way, and I thought, oh boy. And in this moment, I thought it was the rapture because I got picked up by the crowd. As the crowd just moved from side to side, and I was suspended in the air, and I said, I'm just going to go for the ride, and whenever I get put down, hopefully it's in the back, I'll just stand where I am. And after a couple of seconds, eventually I was pushed to the side, as that whole offensive lineman of the Houston, Texas, burled through the crowd, and I landed in the back and sat there and watched the rest of the concert, and we survived. What song or words are you allowing to be spoken around you? Because it'll affect you in what song you're saying and singing. Whatever you're saying or hearing will also help you to respond Negative words spoken around you, negative songs that are being sung around you will lead you down a path of you singing your own songs of fear and doubt. But if you tap in and listen to God's word, his song, his beat that is being spoken at all times to all of us around us will lead you down a path of life and life more abundantly. You see, I let these men sing a song over me and all of a sudden all I was singing was fear. In doubt. But there are enemies, there are people, there are things in your life, your past, that's still singing in your ear, and you aren't guarding your mouth, and you're just speaking whatever, and it's still causing you destruction today. But let that not be from this point on, because it says in Psalms that he's put a new song in your mouth. So the next question that I have is, number one, what am I singing? If he wants to put a new song into my mouth, then that means I have to evaluate or get rid of the current song that I'm singing over my life right now. But what does he want me to sing? In Psalms 40, verse 3, says he wants me to sing, praise be to our God. It says that he wants to put a new song in our mouth. That word new in the Hebrew is hadas, H-A-D-A-S, and it means a new thing, it means a fresh thing. Boy, now more than ever do I need a fresh song in my mouth. Boy, now more than ever do I need a new song in my mouth. Something new that I can sing about. Something new that I can rejoice about. 2020 has been the year of years. And the world has sung chaos and poverty and failure and fear 
And it's sung its song. The world is singing its song to you. And what are you listening to? And now more than ever do I need God to put a new song in my mouth. I need a fresh touch and awakening from him. But you have to understand that this is a new song to you. But it's the same song that God has been singing over humanity throughout the history of time. In John chapter 1 verses 1 through 3. We've heard this scripture before. In the beginning was the word. It was established at the beginning. So the beat that goes on, the word of God was established at the beginning. The beginning was the word and the word was with God and the word was God. He was in the beginning with God. Verse 3 says, all things were made through him and without him nothing was made that was made. The song and the beat of the word of God was created at the very beginning of time and it has flown through humanity all the way up to 2021 and will continue to flow whether you believe it or not and whether we survive to see the rapture or we pass away and go to heaven. My next generation, my kids and my grandkids and my great, 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 great grandkids can still hear the beat of the word, the new song that is being sung can still be heard all the way down there as it was heard because in the beginning was the word. The word was with God and the word was God. The beat of his word has flowed through humanity and different people at different times have heard his song and believed in Hebrews chapter 1, the very beginning of Hebrews, it starts with God, who at various times and in various ways spoke in times past to the fathers by his prophets, now has in these last days spoken to us by his Son, praise God, whom he has appointed heir of all things, through whom also he made the worlds. Verse 3, who being the brightness of his glory and the express image of his person and upholding all things by the what? The word of his power, when he had by himself purged our sins, praise be to God, sat down at the right hand of the majesty on high. After he got, doing, got done doing all the work, he said, it is finished. I'm just going to sit down. But I'm going to let my word keep working. It's going to go forth. It's going to bear fruit. It's going to manifest. It's going to go on and on and on. At various times, in various peoples, as they walk through life, they heard, they experienced, they talked, and they heard the beat and the word of God singing to them. Adam and Eve heard and saw God show up at the cool of the day. Noah heard the beat of God and leaned in and listened, and he heard how to build a boat. A new song was placed in his heart and in his mouth, and he found favor and grace in the sight of the Lord. The new song that was placed inside of him was build a boat. Abram, walking in life, hears the new song of God, hears that beat go throughout history, and it says, leave your family and go to a foreign land, and I'll make you father of many generations, Abraham, Isaac, Jacob, the Israelites, Moses, Joseph, the prophets, the kings, they all leaned in and they heard the word of the Lord, they heard the new song for their life and it transformed them 
and it changed them. As soon as they started singing the song that they heard, Abram says, I am no longer Abram, I am Abraham. And all of a sudden, his promise was fulfilled. Joseph hears and sees these visions and these dreams that he has. And he stands on that word. He stands on that song. And he says, I don't understand when or how this is going to happen. And years and years down the road, he is now second in command to the largest civilization at that time in history. And there are his brothers bowing down. And he says, there's the new song. There's the reason. Prophets and the kings prophesied of the Messiah who was coming. And Jesus shows up on the scene and he starts singing a new song that no one has ever heard. He starts preaching the gospel. He starts preaching the message. And he starts talking about God, Yahweh, and he starts calling him Father. A new song that nobody had ever heard before. And it got inside the disciples. And it got inside. There were plenty of people that heard and experienced Jesus and walked away and said, he's a fraud, he's a fakester, he's a nobody, and I don't trust him. But there were people who heard the song. They heard the new song, and they said, I have to. The disciples, when Jesus starts talking about communion early on, he says, you've got to eat my flesh, drink my blood. And it says some of his disciples left right then. And then Jesus turned to his 12 and he says, are y'all going to go too? They all left. And Peter says, where can we go? You're the Messiah. I've heard the song, the new song that you've placed inside of me. And it's changed me forever. It's changed my song into this song. And I've been affected and changed by it forever. Praise be to our God. The Apostle Paul heard the new beat. Changed him forever. The new church got a hold of it, and because of that, here we are today experiencing his songs. God wants to reveal himself to you in a new way during this season, during this year, during your current situation. In Mark chapter 8, Mark chapter 8, starting in verse 27. Now Jesus and his disciples went out to the town of Caesarea Philippi, and on the road he asked his disciples, saying to them, who do men say that I am? Check social media, find out, is my name trending on Twitter? Is the news talking about me? In the newspapers, what are they saying? Who am I? The disciples just start throwing out names. Well, some may answer John the Baptist, but some say Elijah, others, one of the prophets. And he said to them, but who do you say that I am? Peter answered, said to him, you are the Christ. A new song was placed. That's great that everybody else is saying these things about Jesus. No doubt there are people that were saying negative things about Jesus. The religious leaders were saying all kinds of things about him. That he was the devil himself. But Peter had a song. Peter understood. He said, you're the Christ. The risen king. You see, we 
it's great that everyone else is singing, saying, experiencing God, but it's time for you to say and sing what he's speaking over you. The beat goes on, and it's time for you to hear and start singing it over your life. The Word of God is constantly singing over your life. What God wants to put inside of you is constantly blowing. And if you just lean in and listen, if you just lean in, He wants to put a new revelation, a new song inside of you to help you in your your present time in your present need. This sermon is true to me because it's something that I have to do on a weekly basis. As I prepare to preach, I have to go out and listen to God and listen for a new song every Sunday. Every sermon series for what we're doing in the church. I make it a priority to quiet myself and listen to what God has to say. What do you have to say for this church, for this congregation, for the specific people that are going to be here on this Sunday at this moment? I need a new song every week. It's a practice that I have to do, that I have to experience. Could I just get up and preach whatever out of the Bible? Yeah, I could, but if God wasn't in it, then what's the point of even saying it? If it's not something that God wants to get to you and get to me on this specific Sunday, God, I need a new song. I make it a priority. We all know me and shower time is where the songs are sung, where God speaks. So believe me, as we get closer to Sunday, the showers increase. <laughs> God, you got to talk. We got we to gotta get a new song for this Sunday. And I'm listening to the beat. I'm listening to the word. I know it's all around me. I know it's everywhere. And I'm just looking for it. And as soon as I hear it, there's tons of songs that are singing. Just scroll through the radio. And song after song after song after song is there. But I've got to tune my frequency to the exact song. There it is. There's the scripture. There's the story. There's the word. Let's go with it. Every year, I make it a priority to get a word from God for the beginning of the year. We've talked about it. My, my word for 2021 is direction. Proverbs 3, 6, and he shall direct your path. And we're in March, and I have need him to direct me several times just in this thing. Like, oh, wow, you're right. That is the word that I need. And when I get lost and when I'm trying to look of what I'm supposed to do here or there, I think, oh, direction. That's what I needed. God is constantly wanting to provide you a new fresh song to sing over your life. And it starts with recognizing what song you're singing and adapting and changing it to the tune of the Spirit to help you. I'm finishing with this. The last question I have is, why is it important to sing his song? One, I've got to check and find out what song I'm singing if he's going to give me a new song. Two, I've got to find out what song he's singing. Tap into it. Use it. Sing it. And why is it important to sing? It says in the Scriptures that many will see it Psalms 40, verse 3, many will see it. Many will see it and fear it, and many will trust in him. Your life is not your own. Your life is not all about you. Yes, it's very important for God to work on me and help me, but I can't see you at all if I'm just doing this. 
If I'm constantly looking at myself, well, you're a loser, Jeremiah. I hope you're a failure. You can't help nobody. I don't know what you're doing. Why are you doing this? Why would you do that? Well, you, no, no, no. It's not about us. God wants to work with us, work through us, be relational, but he also wants to work out through us. It's not just about you. The more you sing his song that he's placed inside of you, the more people are going to notice. And their reaction is they're going to see it. And they're going to say, man, you used to be very negative. You used to not go to church. You used to not talk about the word of God. You used to be poor. You used to be broken, ugly. But there's something different about you. Maybe a little makeup. Maybe a little shine. Maybe a haircut. What is it? No, no, no. Many are going to see it. It says here in 40 verse 3, many are going to see it and fear it. Even your enemies are going to recognize it. Even the enemy himself. Didn't we used to be able to attack him or her with that? And now she's overcome it. Now she's run away from it. Now she's laughs at it. And many people are going to see your testimony and hear the song that you're singing. And they're going to put their trust in God. And they're going to hear their song. They're going to experience him. Colossians chapter 3 verses 16 and 17. Let the word of Christ dwell in you richly in all wisdom teaching and admonishing one another in psalms and hymns and spiritual songs. Look at this. Singing with grace in your heart to the Lord. And verse 17 says, And whatever you do in word or deed, do all in the name of the Lord Jesus, giving thanks to God the Father through him. Yeah, there we go. <laughs> and whatever you do in word or deed, do all in the name of the Lord Jesus, giving thanks to God through the Father, through him. There were 500 of the greatest songs of all time. In 2003, Rolling Stones magazine wrote an article. 500 of the greatest songs of all time. 500. That's a bunch. I'm going to read all 500 now. No, I'm joking. <laughs> so this was written in 2003. At that point, this is the top 10 of the 500, you can go find it on the internet if you don't believe me, Rolling Stones magazine. Number 10, What I Say by Ray Charles, written in 1959. The number nine greatest song of all time, Smells Like Teen Spirit by Nirvana in 91. Number eight, Hey Jude by some little band called The Beatles in 68. Number seven, Johnny Be Good by Chuck Berry in 58. Number six, Good Vibrations by the Beach Boys in 66. Number five, Respect by Aretha Franklin. Yeah, you better get it right, in 1967. Number four, What's Going On by Marvin Gaye in 1971. The top three songs of the 500 greatest songs of all time, Imagine by John Lennon in 71. Number two, I Can't Get No Satisfaction by the Rolling Stones in 1965. And the number one, according to Rolling Stones in 2003, of the 500 greatest songs of all time, the number one song ever written was Shout to the Lord by Hillsong. No, I'm joking, I'm joking. <laughs> like a Rolling Stone by Bob Dylan in 1965. You see, we all have a reaction to these songs. We love them, we hate them, we appreciate them. They remind us of a time in our life or a memory. And although this overall list has 500 of the greatest songs on the list, it excites me to know 
that there are probably more songs to be written. Since 2003, there are great songs that have been written. Some terrible, but some great. You can come play it. I'm finishing. We're shutting it down. But it excites me to know that on the horizon, what songs can be written? What songs are out there that will be sung that will change this list in 2050, in 2021,000, in 2-2, whatever we can, whatever date you want to say, that God has sang a song throughout humanity. And to him, it's the same song that he's been singing to all of these people, but it's new to you. It's a brand new revelation that you need right now. And just think if you tap into his word right now, if you hear the new song that he has for you right now in your moment, what's going to happen in five days, in five weeks, in five years? If you learn to listen to his word right now, if you learn to hear the song that he's singing over you right now, think about the songs he's going to sing and reveal to you down the road. During this sermon prep, I've been thinking back of the songs that he sang over me. The beat goes on throughout all of humanity, and I decided to listen in when I was four years old and hear the song of salvation. I decided at 10 years old to lean in and hear the song with the ability to speak in tongues and encountering the Holy Spirit. I decided to lean in in high school to be baptized with water baptism and hear that song. I decided to lean in when I was dealing with anxiety and and hearing and listening to the song of the scriptures of peace that changed and transformed my life. I decided to lean in in my life to hear the song of healing and to be recovered. I decided to lean into the song and hear when I was at CFNI and laying on the floor praying when me and Maddie were dating, am I supposed to marry this woman or not? And God said, obviously, she's way better than you. You better steal her while you got her. I decided to lean in and listen to God when he told us it was time to have Noah. February of last year, two years ago, when I leaned in to him and heard him sing the song about my daughter. And he said, it's time to have her. It's important that she's born this year. When I was without a job for 10 months, I decided to lean into the song. There were plenty of songs, the debt collectors, the bills, everybody saying, go get a job here, go do that, go make money. I decided to lean into God and experience his prosperity. I've never regretted the moment to let the beat just go by. I've got to lean in. I've got to get a new song. You've got to get a new song for God today in this moment in your situation because he's singing it over you. Praise be to God. Psalms chapter 40, verse 3. I want to go up to verses 1 and 2. It says, I waited patiently for the Lord, and he inclined to me and he heard my cry verse 2 says and he brought me out thank you God he brought me out of the horrible pit out of the miry clay and set my feet upon the rock and established my steps and verse 3 says and he's put a new song in my mouth praise to our God many will see it in fear and will trust in the Lord let's stand up today What are you singing? Let it be his word. The beat goes on. His word stands 
forever. And at any point in time in your life, you can tap into that beat. You can grab a hold of that beat and get a new song from him. You can read his hymnal right here. Song after song after song after song that he sung over humanity. And if his blood is still the blood, then his songs are still the songs for you. He's still singing healing over you. He's still singing salvation over you. He's still singing love and grace and mercy. He's still singing that he's preparing a place for you, that you are a, uh, he has a hope and a future for you, that you're not a failure, you're not a loser, you're not a sinner, but you're righteousness, you're in his kingdom, you're in his family. He's singing over you today. He's singing over you today and hear his song. The beat goes on. But lean in, and once you hear that song, you start singing it yourself. And the louder you sing that song, he sent his word, and it healed me. The favor of God surrounds me like a shield. Greater is he that's in me than anything that can come against me in the world. He sent his son to die for me. He became sin so that I could become righteous. Those songs that he's singing, as soon as you tap into it, people around you are going to hear it. Your enemies are going to fear it and run away. And people are going to put their trust in the songwriter because they heard the song that you're singing. How many times have you been singing a song and they say, what song is that? I've, I've never heard. Oh, well, it's a new artist. It's so-and-so. Well, I'm going to go check him out. Eli, he's an aspiring musician. You can find him on Spotify. Go listen to his music. Get him some money on Spotify. Aspiring songwriter. Be encouraged. The song is out there. Don't give up hope. There's always hope. If you're breathing, the scripture says there's hope. And if there's hope, then that means there's somebody up there who's delivering that hope. And if there's somebody up there delivering that hope, then I want to know him and I want to spend time with him. Father, we thank you. We thank you for your word. We thank you for your song that you're singing over us today. Father, as I've been praying all weekend, Father, place a new song in their heart today. Father, place a new word in their heart today. Whatever they've been singing, it hasn't been working. It's been causing them destruction. Help them guard their mouth today and sing a new song today. Not a new song that they want to sing, but a new song that you're singing over them. That your word doesn't return void. What it does. What it said is what it's going to accomplish and do. Place that new song in their heart even now. Father, in the name of Jesus, put a scripture across their heart. Put a word across their heart. Put something in their mind or in their heart that they can stand on today so that they can overcome whatever's on the horizon tomorrow. Father, our song is praise be to God. Praise be to our God who is so gracious, who is so faithful, who is so loving, who cares and takes cares of us, who looks out for us. It says in the scriptures that you're praying for us. You're cheering us on. You're not angry at us. You're not mad at us. But you're cheering us on. You're rooting us on to make it to the finish line so that we can hear, well done, thou good and faithful servant. Let that be a song sung over each and every one of us. Father, for those that are here, for those that aren't here, that are watching online, listening by podcast, Father, I thank you that you sent your word and it healed them. Father, we know that there are people who are still recovering 
from this virus and things going on in their lives. And in the name of Jesus, I speak healing. I sing the song of healing over their body and over their house and over the room that they're in. In the name of Jesus, be healed. By Jesus' stripes, they are healed. Father, those that are experiencing financial instability, I sing a song over them right now that they are the head and not the tail. They are above and not beneath. They are blessed in the field and they are blessed in the city. They are blessed everywhere they are and everything they put their hands to must prosper because the favor of God surrounds them like a shield. Father, I thank you for those that are battling mental issues. I sing a song that says that they have the mind of Christ, that the peace that passes all understanding will guard their heart and mind through Christ Jesus. Father, I thank you that each and every person here, I sing a song over them that they are the body of Christ, that they are the family of Christ. They aren't sinners. They aren't just trying to overcome sin. They have and will be and are overcomers because Christ has already given them the victory. Father, I thank you that they will go out and share this gospel message because I sing a song over them that says they are the salt and light of the earth. They are a city set on a hill. They refuse to be hidden. Father, I thank you that I sing a song over them that they are agents that are diffusing the fragrance of the knowledge of Christ everywhere they go. So everywhere they step, they change the atmosphere. Everywhere they go, they lay hands on the sick. Everywhere they go, they cast out demons. Everywhere they go, they raise the dead. Not because of who they are, but because because of the Holy Spirit inside of them. I sing a song over them that the Holy Spirit is their comforter. He is their guide. He is their truth. He will lead them and guide them into all truth in the name of Jesus. Now, Father, I sing a song over them that they are blessed and highly favored. Father, I sing a song over them that says that your face will shine upon them and give them peace. I sing a song over them says you are protecting them and keeping them safe and bringing them back safely the next time we have church. In Jesus' name, amen. Go get you a new song and start singing it. God bless you, family. Take care. Bye. Thank you for listening to Press Church Podcast. If you would like more information about us or are interested in giving to our ministry, you can click the link in our bio or visit presschurch.org. Don't forget to follow us on social media at Press Church SC and have a great week.